as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. to get Brady off you now before it becomes official. We all want to know. <laughs> um, uh, it's going to be wild, man. I mean, we have no idea what's going to happen, but just all the drama with Jimmy G and, you know, the drama between Tom Brady and Jimmy G, there's going to be a, a big vote, apparently, to see if Tom Brady could be the first <clears throat> ever owner player in the NFL. You know what's so crazy about it is he was trying to do this with the Dolphins, but they were you know breaking rules, so it never yeah. you know it didn't happen, and the Dolphins got in trouble and whatnot. But yeah. like, and like I will say, I I mean, I'm gonna say, being a is the vote for I mean I, the question I want to ask I should say is the vote for him being able to play as a QB and be an owner for that team or just be a part owner and player for that team. I think it was, I mean, I think it would specifically be that team. I mean, I don't know if we've ever seen a minority stake owner jump from one team to another. I don't know if that's ever been done. Probably a conflict of interest. Yeah. So I, um, I would assume it would have to be, he's part owner of the Raiders. I assume it would have to be on the Raiders. And they said that it would need uh, uh, three, four. Uh, the majority to pass, so they need over seventy five percent. Call me crazy. I don't think anybody wants Brady back in the league, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we finally got him out of this motherfucker, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, bro, Alpha Cost still exists. Yeah, bro. I don't want him to come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this motherfucker comes back and he got a new chip on his shoulder. Watch, watch it get past, but barely. He's gonna be letting that's his chip. It's gonna be about money if it is. It always is, man. It's always how much can you grease the peeps. It's I mean, about. here's another thing. I would say, um, I don't know. I mean, 
the the whole thing of retiring and and like completely and not just saying, hey, I'm not going back to the Bucks. It was like I'm done. Was 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 to me, in my opinion, like for real this time because of the divorce and like, you know, the the custody with the kids and back the back and forth issues of because of custody and that's why he wouldn't be able, to, you know, do the the rigorous uh, schedule of an NFL season. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I'm also just hating. I don't want them to get Brady. Fuck that. Love it for our Devontae Adams shares. And, and then, you know what I mean? For everywhere we still have holding on to crazy-ass Brady. You know what, I mean? what up, Emil? Bakes a lot in the house. What up, what up, Dad? What up, Zeb? I feel like I've been drinking since this morning. What up, Kidda? And he said, nice clickbait. What do you mean, man? This is like the topic of what's going on right now. Is Brady, could he be the first ever owner player because i don't think we never i mean not since the days of jackie moon have we seen days of owner players right like we've seen a coach player i don't think we've ever seen an owner player right jackie moon. well actually wait did jordan did he own part of the, owner of the wizards yeah was he when he uh when he started playing i think so for the wizards yeah yeah, there you go. <laughs> Antonio said, nah, that's Jackie Moon. <laughs> hey, look. What up, Rob? I, I was uh I wanted to play basketball, but I wasn't but I wasn't tall. And I wanted to play football, but I was too small. Still every day, eyeball. <laughs> I wish I was a little bit no way. <laughs> I wish I was a baller. <laughs> that's all I heard when you were saying all that. Ski low. <laughs> I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. <laughs> He's just sitting there con- contemplating on that bench. Yeah. I- <laughs> My life was better. Robin said, I'm a Raiders fan and I'm still saying F Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Stay true. That's hilarious. Like, fuck Jimmy, too, and the Niners. <laughs> Emil said, didn't uh, Marino, Dan Marino, have some shares in the Dolphins when he played? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, if anyone, it, I mean, I would believe it. He's white. You know what I mean? <laughs> they wouldn't give that to their brothers, man. Yeah, because I don't even think uh... – yeah, he's not even any kind of part owner now. Like, he's an executive <laughs> and has been since 2014. He's a special advisor. To the Dolphins. So even now, still not a part owner. Man, I, I, he didn't get him a title, man. <laughs> I mean, it is one of those He's things. Lovely, like, but not that much. Is there any former players in the NFL that are even like part owners in an NFL team? I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Uh, Brady trying to be the first. He's always trying to be the first to do something. Yeah. You know, um, he saw Peyton Manning trying to, trying to blaze the trail. For the last couple of years, when it came to uh, the Broncos, he was trying to get a team together. And then, you know, Walmart was like, hold up. You know what I mean? Sale on Broncos. Yeah, uh, see, and you know what it is? It's the NFL. They just uh, got to be rich and you got to be white. And it's crazy. And you got to be a certain type of rich and white because they didn't even let <laughs> uh, uh, Donald Trump, you know, get a part of it. Apparently, Snoop Dogg was trying to get involved with the NFLs, um, just trying to get a you know get a piece of one of these organizations, and uh, he said it was so far fetched 
that he switched it up and now he's a part owner of an NHL team. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he got a stake in uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Mahomes, he's got a stake in the Kansas City Royals. Okay. So, I mean, we've got guys who are like NFL players who have part ownership in other sports, but it's crazy how the NFL says uh there's gatekeeping like no other when the NFL's owners um, I probably want to. I bet you it. it I'll probably want to have a piece of a baseball team because I don't know how the fuck they stay afloat, but they got the most money too. Apparently, you know they stay afloat. Eighty-one games per season happen at home. <laughs> so it's just like hella money coming through. As as long as see that was the thing that I never understood because even with like the Padres, it was like the the owner never wanted to, like, build the new stadium. It was up to, like, the the city and shit. But then the city owns a big majority of the uh, of the stadium, and I, I just don't get it. If I was an owner, I'd want the stadium to where – just like Jerry's doing it, man. Like, Jerry's doing it right. Wrestle, WrestleMania was there. Some of the biggest concerts, like, throughout the year there, among everything else that you got going on. Um, Jay and Beyonce didn't go because uh, they, you know, when they did that on the run tour or whatever it was, I remember me and my girl went to that shit when they came to Frisco and uh, they were doing all the ballparks. So, like, you know, we went and watched them where the Giants play, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, shit. Antonio did the research for us and MJ became part owner in 2006 after he retired. Okay. So he was mm-hmm. never, okay. He was never an owner player. I mean, he was a part, uh, and then then what was that? The Bobcats, or was the the Hornets first? No, the Bobcats first, and now they're the Hornets. Oh, so they're oh, they when changed. he bought it, yeah, they yeah. changed the Hornets to something else. Then the Bobcats, the yeah. Hornets to the Pelicans, right? There you go. Yep, that's what it was. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, and then they changed it all. Then they got it all the way back. Yeah, because you know, I was tripping one time, probably like four or five years ago. I was like, "What? The Hornets got a team?" You know, he- <laughs> But yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you, you know, it used to be fucking uh, uh, Charlotte. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Emil says Brady wants all the records. Yeah, that would be a record that who knows if anybody else would ever be able to touch that. I'm the first owner player ever. Oh. Um, yeah, there you go. And uh, Emil said the Ottawa Senators Snoop's trying to purchase. He's not part owner in the, in there. You know what I would say too? I don't think. Okay, as much as Brady believes in himself, you know, a power of uh, the power of belief or whatever the fuck. I bet you, you know, he, he, you know, he got magic eight ball, right? He got a magic avocado. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the shit. But here's the thing: I'm, I don't think he's jumping in the same joint with Patrick Mahomes like that, bro. Well, what do you mean? Say it again. Division, oh, division. It's division. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really. Not, be that not when you look at that Raiders team. You look at that Raiders team. It's like, man. Because, I mean, what was the reason why he wanted to get out of New England? Their team was, like, garbage, had no weapons. Like I mean, they, I mean, garbage as in being garbage as in being a top two seed. Yeah, I am. Garbage, I put a pull up on him, just in case. Um, yeah, but garbage as in being uh, – I lost my whole chance. I was, yeah. about- <laughs> well, I was talking about the Patriots being garbage. Like, I mean oh, – Two seed, right? Like they were just one and done in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Oh no, they were a wild card. 
Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, because their defense was on point, but it, it was, was the Ravens. It was the Ravens and the Chiefs were the number one joints that year. Yeah, their offense. Uh, their offense was just like just whack. I mean, shit. Like, I mean, just nobody out there at all. What's he want to do? Of course, he wants to get to a team that has a really good defense, but has a bunch of weapons that he can throw. To. Okay. Quick question. Chicken, chicken, green bean, and cheese casserole with like onion crispy top, right? It's one of our, we love that shit over here. Or enchilada. Enchilada. I'm not really down with the casseroles. Well, see, casserole is funny because we eat everything with rice. So uh, casserole is fire. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, uh, with rice, right? But yeah, I'm, I'm leaning enchilada too because she's like, what are, what are we going to cook? I'm like, Hmm. And Robert said, for the sake of argument, let's say Brady plays for Vegas, will that make Devontae Adams temporarily happy? Uh, I mean, temporarily what? happy? He's going to be like, fuck yeah, get me one off with Roger. You know, I bet you that's what Brady would say. Hey, look, don't say nothing to nobody, but look, Rogers can get you one. I'm going to get you one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Even if he doesn't, that's just something. Doesn't that sound like something like Brady would say? I don't think anything's going to make Adams happy because, like, I mean, it's it's being told one thing and then a completely different thing happening, like, one year later. I I think this is exactly what Adams wants. I hey, think, what up, Kay Attic? What up, Kay? I think, I think he's so arrogant now and, and sour at, at how all the, the turn of events, right? He's going to say, like, listen, man, give me that kid Aiden, fucking O'Connell. Bro, fuck it. Give me him. And when I ball... Fuck y'all. Told y'all it was me. Because <laughs> didn't he say something like that? Uh, I told y'all I could do it without Rogers. So you did it with Carr. You know what I mean? At least Carr is halfway decent. And Chaotic says, doesn't Brady own a pickleball uh, team? He, uh, league. Uh, he might own a team in a pickleball league because I know that, uh, yeah, there's more of these professional pickleball teams coming up now. Bro, I got one. <laughs> Everybody got pickleball teams now, man. Come and uh, Big said, "Fucking Tom Brady should be the owner of the Commanders. Change their name to the Washington Avocados." <laughs> there you go. Because it's always like the team name is always like something that doesn't really equate to like the city that you live in, right? Like, there's no lakes in LA, but they're the Lakers. But but, but then, but see, the Lakers came from somewhere else though, where there was where there was lakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they talk about it in basketball. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Minneapolis. I think that's where they came. The Minneapolis Lakers kind of moved from moved to LA. No lakes. <laughs> they got the Great Lakes over there. Um. Uh. I mean, I think Brady. It's no matter what he just enjoys this right now because you know what I mean. He need you know what I mean. He, he like, hey, don't forget about me. I'm the greatest. You know what I mean. The greatest of all time. By the way, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it, I think that's I think that's probably the hardest thing that the the greats or the goats have to deal with is that the game goes on without them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The game. You can say, "Hey, it'll never be the same without me." Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, what do they say in Sandlot? Um, hero or uh, was it? Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. There you go. You see. Yeah, because it doesn't matter how good any of these these players are. I mean, shit. Um, I mean, the Joe Montanas and Steve Youngs of the world, and Dan. I mean, Fox, you know, Andrew you know, it made me really upset, bro. It made me really upset at one point in my life when I was seeing Joe Montana be like the third wheel in those Papa John commercials, bro. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? It'd be like Manning and then like, and then pop it, you know, Joe Montana and pop up. Like, oh, I want a slice. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. And like, why was Joe, like, I see Joe Montana, he was in a goddamn Sketchers commercial. I'm like, what, what are we doing, Joe? So we're, you know, we're talking about doing our all time NFL like fantasy draft. And like, it's not going to be, I mean, it is, it's everything's based on stats. So I mean, uh, people better be picking people based on like, you know, oh, some the like, 101, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super flex, or what? Yeah, of course, it's a super flex, man. Got, like, <laughs> super flex. Bro, I'm trying to get Maybe you. Maybe it's the 101. He's the 101. Come on, you said the stats, the chips, all this shit. What? Come yeah, on. but it's but uh, I mean, you know, we're not. I well, if you, like I said, if you're gonna if, if you're if you're gonna solely base it on, I know that's not we're solely basing it on that, but I'm saying if you were to solely base it on the achievements and and this, the numbers and all that shit, it's like it's like Brady and then like Breeze and you know what I mean. And but I feel like we got to base it on like what we think someone would do in a single season, because that's always how it is, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. And it could be at their peak. It could be, you know, any way that we want to slice it. Take Randy. I mean, Randy's not a bad one-on-one. I mean, Jerry will definitely be up there. LT. Fucking Barry Sanders. Yeah. Like, it don't matter how you want to. I'll take a Jerry Rice one-on-one. Fuck the dumb shit. What am I I even saying? What What did he get? Like, Jerry Rice is the one-on-one. What did he what? get? Eighteen touchdowns, nineteen touchdowns in uh, his last single season. Yeah, Dennis said Priest Holmes. There's another one. Savage years. I'm not mad at it. I think if it if it's super flex, uh, my one on one is gonna be Breeze. Okay. He's the he's the fantasy goat, man. So you're telling me if I'm one oh two, I got all the Jerry Rice. <laughs> if you had the one oh two, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. And uh, Derek said Randy Moss with Brady. I mean, that was one of his best seasons. And that was, I'm pretty sure, Brady's best season. Okay. What teams don't have, like, one of those all-time guys? That you, you know what I mean? Like, what team's not going to get too many players drafted on this in this draft? I mean, for sure the Chargers. I mean, LT what? and that Come on. But, but besides Antonio Gates, what, okay, what if I'm looking tight end, friends, Antonio Gates? Yeah, see, I guess if we're actually picking a tight end spot, we may have to do that, actually having a tight end spot. Not a yeah. Because uh, if we're going all time. We got okay, well, what Minnesota? Oh, I mean, there you go. Derek said the Texans. Yeah, I mean, you could go Earl Campbell. You know. Oh, come on. Andre Johnson? Yeah, Arian Foster. I mean, he was a fantasy goat. Nah, don't do that. What are you talking for fantasy? Nah, like, we're talking about, we're talking about fantasy. I always, I always didn't like him, and then when you told me about him, then, then nah, I didn't like him even more. <laughs> <laughs> you can't act for shit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and I ain't gonna act like I like him. <laughs> and I mean, JJ, said, what? We ain't gonna put JJ, JJ in there? Or we gotta have him. If we're going, we I have feel like JJ would definitely be in there. He's one of the best all time at the position. Yeah. Okay. What about and, uh, Antonio said any Jets QB? Yeah, because I don't think anyone's going yeah, so back. Come on. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone's going back because his stats weren't really that good, right? Like Joe Namath. I mean, Joe Namath wants to I, I would rather get a Chad Pennington, you know, over <laughs> over those guys because for fantasy, he was not. No, I would never pick him. 
I but I'm just saying, like, if we're if we're talking fantasy, I would do about what about what about Martin? Uh, Curtis Martin. Oh right? uh, yeah, yeah, Curtis Martin. He'd first, he'd have to be up there. Oh 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 oh. Do, I mean, there's Darrell Revis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about uh? Yes, but we don't go. We don't really go. We don't like guys like Darrell Revis in fantasy. No. Right? No. <laughs> okay. What about? I mean, I get. Okay. I get. What about uh? What was that? What's that man's name? Uh, Keyshawn Johnson. How long was Ooh, he? Moved? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he bought. I mean, the original O. Keyshawn. O. Keyshawn. He's got to be like. He's got to be like on the on the Jets. Mount Rushmore, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, shit, even Brandon Marshall's on the Jets at Mount Rushmore, right, of wide receiver. I mean, I guess. I mean, as far as, like, numbers-wise, right? Like, you know, like, yeah. like, record holders, yeah. Yeah, he has, like, the most season, touchdowns in the season for something like that. He has some. He has some. He has some. Brandon Marshall probably still has the last, like, the, the last best, like, wide receiver finish, you know, for fantasy out of any Jets. Oh, well, I mean, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson last year, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, but Garrett Wilson didn't put up Brandon Marshall numbers from like that year. Let's see. Let's go. Oh, I, uh, I think he did, right? I think he did better than Brandon Marshall's twenty. Yeah, Brandon Marshall put up like fifteen hundred, like when he was. Okay, with- all right. I, I didn't know he put up fifteen hundred. I thought he put up like thirteen or something like that. And like, but I know he put, he went crazy with the tugs, or unless that was that Eric Decker that got all of them tugs. I mean, fifty might have ten. I think he might have. I think, but but B Marshall probably had like ten oh, tugs. Here goes B Marsh in the two thousand fifteen because that was that year that they. You know, for fantasy, they were killing it. Uh, 173 targets, 109 receptions, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns. Murder. Okay, yeah, that's better than Garrett Wilson. Oh, yeah, no way Garrett Wilson It was uh, touching that. Uh, 1,100 yards and four touchdowns, 83 receptions. I mean, shit, he was almost up there. <laughs> but that was as a rookie, though, you know, for sure. I mean, Brandon Marshall, how many years? He was- is no Sharon Stone, man. Six, seven, eight, nine. That was Marshall's tenth year in the league, and he had Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> not uh, Zach Wilson. That's why though, the Magic Man's gonna pepper two motherfuckers. Yeah, there you go, kidda. CJ two K, beast during oh, that two K season. That's Tennessee, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought we're t- okay. Because Tennessee got guys too, right? CJ two K. I mean, I mean. Who do the Jags got? MJD, right? Yeah. Um, uh, who yes, else? Uh, who uh, the Colts? I mean, obviously, there's 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 several names. Um, and then we were okay, so that's the entire uh, Santana Moss. Santana Moss was dope. Santana Moss. What? what which Jimmy Santana? Trump. Oh yeah, Steelers. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That's no, Santana Holmes. No, yeah. Santana Moss is on the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Him and uh, and Sean Taylor on on defense. I think they were there around the same years. Yeah, yeah, because because he uh, that's right because uh, Santana Moss was there that that uh, that RG three year. Yeah, Bake said David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell for sure. I mean, David Johnson had the crazy. Nah, years. Not all. I mean, we're talking about like this, like some all time great shit, bro. I don't think they would. I mean, when I guess when it comes, because like let's say. Let's say we're doing like a full lineup of maybe like, you know, maybe like seven or eight, you know, offensive, maybe around the same in defensive. We're going to start getting to where we're, we're going to be getting amongst these type of guys. I don't know. Like, okay. They won't be first or second rounders by any means. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying because it's like, it's not like one person can have Barry Sanders and LT and TD and, you know what I mean? Like, a, a, B, yeah. 
Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like you probably get one of them. So I get it, but like what I'm you know, I think I think for the sake of it, right? We're only gonna be where we're gonna be doing this is super flex, and then we're we'll be doing two of each, two receivers. Maybe two. Yeah, two wide two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and then maybe like two more flexes or something. There you go. And uh and it's also gonna be like how far are people gonna go down in their bag of tricks, or maybe somebody really does like Le'Veon Bell or Todd Gurley like that much, you know, because these guys did have like epic single seasons, but yeah, I guess it's uh you know, a little different when you did it for uh, when you done it for so long. I mean, I guess I guess we can say the same argument for TD, right? I mean, but for a running back, that was pretty long. What seven seasons he played? Yeah, Terrell Davis. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, Kidda said Fred Jackson longevity RB. Love Fred Jackson. I mean, <laughs> he said Fred Jackson would have been six for Dynasty, right? See, that's the thing too. It's like I might, if we were doing like single season shit, I might take Craig Rogers before I took Frank Gore. You know what I mean? If I was looking at a nine-year all-time great running back, you know what I mean? And see, and I don't even think we're basing it off of just their single best season necessarily. I mean, but that is going to be like. You know, if they've done it, we can use that as an argument to why we, you know, LT, like no way in hell is he ever throwing up 31 touchdowns other than that one single year. But just because he but did the it. the fact that that motherfucker did that shit. <laughs> All right. Nobody, nobody got nothing. I got some secret weapons, man. Yeah, Antonio, I said, thank God for Dynasty. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, when I, when I first got into uh, just fantasy football in general, it was all about Frank the Tank. <coughs> Yeah, it went for Kevin Barlow. It went from like Kevin Barlow to fucking to Frank Gore, and then it was just him forever. After that, you really that motherfucker did not go nowhere. But yeah, so that would be fun. Um, go over some single season stuff, and yeah. <coughs> that would be fun um, to really put together a dope. I got a sleep. I got a sleeper legend. Okay. Fucking um, Sterling Sharp. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That'd be one of the late round picks of motherfuckers. Be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Motherfucker was just getting hurt, like, couldn't stay healthy. Right. I mean, that's what's crazy. Even a guy like Bo Jackson, you know, he didn't even get to play that long because he got fucking hurt. And he's so polarizing, though, because he was, you know, Bo knows and it was the fucking two sport fucking savage. He had Marcus Larry Johnson. Yeah, that was a good one. Ooh, Larry Johnson. Right after was Larry Johnson right after Priest Holmes? I can't. It, I think it was right. Wasn't it right before? I, I'm gonna get those right after. You're right. Yeah, because it was just like whoever was running in that. I think it was Todd Haley. Was it that was over there? I can't remember, but man, like whoever it was, it was money. Like it was, <laughs> just kept. Yeah, keep, like whoever was the court. I think it was Todd Haley. Todd Haley was the guy responsible for all the Le'Veon Bell years too that we love. And then when Todd Haley went to the Browns, they drafted uh they drafted uh, Nick Chubb, and I was like, oh, this I don't even need to know nothing about Nick Chubb. I'm like, he's about to be a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. The Panthers only got Steve Smith. Who else? I mean, Cam Newton, bro. What the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah, Cam Newton for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because guys like Jonathan Stewart, I mean, he's guys that, that comes to mind, but he's not fucking, you know, he's not cracking it. Maybe Jake DeLome, I mean, depending on how far down the rabbit hole of QBs. I mean, it is one of the younger teams, right? They're 96, I think, they came into the game, in, in, into existence. I think so, them and the Ravens, right? I feel like they came around. That means it, it took them 14 years before they got their signature player, 
right, with Cam Newton. Like, you know, when people think of the Panthers and think Cam Newton. And then after a while, they were like, shit, we might be able to move on from Cam Newton because we got the unicorn CMC, right? You know what I mean? And he yeah. came face of the franchise. And yeah, he's with my Niners. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because them and the Ravens come in, are in the league around the same time, and it like <laughs> it took the Ravens no time to find their signature player, fucking Ray Lewis. Like, Ray Lewis. I mean, that was the first draft, right? Yeah. The first draft. And you know what's crazy? They just came from Belichick, that whole that whole squad. Uh-huh. And then uh and, and Belichick, he had a he had a, a a real specific way of building their 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 board, their big board. Yeah. And it was you just stuck to the board, and at the top of their board had Ray Lewis. So you know Belichick, he said in one of the documentaries when he saw that they drafted him, he wasn't surprised. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think at that point, at that time, Belichick had went to. Yeah, he went on to he went on to New England to be the DC for uh, Parcells. Okay. Yeah, and then they they went on they went on to lose. They went out to lose the Super Bowl against uh, uh, the Viking uh, pill popping motherfucker. What's his name? Uh, Brett Favre. Yeah. Damn. So they didn't even have Sterling Sharp that year, huh? Which year? They didn't have Sterling Sharp that year. Oh, they had him the next year when he lost. When they lost it, because they because Green Bay went back to the back. When did, when did, when is Sterling Sharp? Get drafted to the motherfucking Packers. Cause like, yeah, I know that they lose, they go on to they go on to lose the beat New England, then they go back and lose to the Broncos. Yeah, he wasn't there when they uh in those Super Bowl runs? No, nah, he he was there from eighty eight to ninety four. Okay. Okay, so that's oh, okay. So his injuries already had stopped him from playing by then. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, damn. I, I mean, remember when we were looking up his finishes, bro. He was nuts. Like considering yeah. that, like the, during the era where they were throwing it, only two years that he did not go over a thousand yards, and one of them was nine sixty one. So it was hella close. And then there was only three years where he didn't crack double digits, and he had eighteen in ninety four. Arizona. When we think of Arizona, Larry Fitz, right? Larry yeah. Fitz. I mean, um, I guess you think of Kurt Warner from the uh, the Rams, but still, I mean, he was still there. Yeah, Anquan, um, Anquan, man, he's got to be in the mix. <laughs> Anquan, I mean, shit, Anquan Bolden was a bad motherfucker. I hated him, bro, for years. <laughs> hated that motherfucker. Bro. How does he just catches everything, man? I was I, I can't remember. Was it Kurt Warner or Matt Liner? But one of them, member for that touchdown pass or whatever, and like he goes to the top of the ladder and he gets hit so hard that he had to have his fucking jaw wired shut or some yep, shit. He came, back the next week. he came back to the next week playing, bro. I don't think it was the next week, but it was really, it was really soon after. That was I mean, come on, my version is better, man. You built a legend, Yeah, that was Kurt Warner. Okay, yeah. Oh, and Derek said he retired right after that because he said he felt so bad about that shit. Like, well, who man, retired after that? Kurt Warner. Oh, uh, he was like, "I gotta go, guys." <laughs> He's like, "All right then." I remember, I remember hearing him talk about that. He felt so fucking bad. Like, he probably had like legit nightmares, like about that shit. Like, he thought that Anquan died, like out there. He was like, he was like, you know, 
you know, I knew he can get up to 12 feet in the air. You know what I mean? It's like, he threw the 50, he threw the, he's like, I had to put the ball where only he can get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker, I threw him five feet over him, but he climbed that ladder. Yeah, Derek said, worst hit I ever seen, for sure. I mean, at least at that time, for sure. I mean, I'm sure we, there may be a couple other ones that can compete with that, but yeah, he almost died on the field. And then you can then you can fuck around, fuck around and get the the five finger death touch like fucking Higgins uh, on accident, bro. To to fucking Hamlin, bro. Like you know, what I mean? you just never know. Yeah, he taught him that five. What is it? The five finger exploding uh, heart trick or whatever. Fuck. Well, yeah, Cardinals. Let's see. I don't even know if they have. Uh, I mean, I guess you might be able to have a couple defensive guys. I mean, I feel like Buddha. For sure, like all time safety, like he could be up there. Um, I mean, can he? How long has he been in the game right now? Seven years now. Let's see. I feel like it's been more than that. He was dominating as fuck though for like three, four years straight, and then like the injury started hitting his ass. Like, yeah, maybe it's just the legend of Buda Baker. Who else am I thinking over there? They had three guys. Yeah, because it was seventeen for him. So meh. But who the fuck, man? Let me see. Who was on the 2017 like roster? It's crazy too, because when you think about the Seahawks, at least for me, and my, I'm pretty sure I'm missing out on guys. But like, you know what I mean? Like all their shit started happening for them, like 2009, 10. Those guys, you know what I mean? And beyond, like 2012, they got Russ. Oh yeah, because Bobby Wagner's for sure. Well, I mean, one of the best middle linebackers we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. 100 percent i mean fucking uh, sherman you know i mean we don't like uh, we don't really target on, let, he, he, defensive player of the year before come on you know what i mean super yeah. bowl champion you know mate mate you know very polarizing outspoken guys gonna get in the hall of fame yeah oh it was honey badger that's who they had they had there you uh, go yeah tyvon branch honey badger buddha baker and antoine bethea like they had a crazy like rotation 2017 yeah they're running all three of them. Oh yeah, no, no, it wasn't rotation because it was uh, Todd Bowles. He liked the two. He liked the two safeties. Yeah, and then even the year before that, they had like Trey Boston or something. He was a beast when he was over for there. sure. But Bethea was a goddamn. He was the rotational guy. He, he was dummy ass all by then. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. I mean, I said they had Edron James for a bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'd probably think of him more on the Colts than we'd ever think of him on the Cardinals. I mean, it's yeah. it. I mean, it's it. I mean if, if we're going to talk Edron James going to the Cards, you might as well talk about Emmett Smith. You know what I mean? He, sure, he, eclipsed, he eclipsed Jim Brown, right? Yeah. Was it Jim Brown? And Jim Brown was in attendance that day. And, you know what I mean? And uh, Bake said Marcus Allen and Tim Brown. I mean, yeah, Marcus Allen. He's the fucking mm-hmm. man. I don't know about Tim Brown, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hating. I'm hating. Yaku Mania in the house. What up? What up? What up, Yaku? Hey, Tim Brown better have been good, especially like being opposite of fucking uh, Jerry Rice. You're just going to get a lot of love. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. From the key, you know, and then Rich Gannon, he was low. He was underrated. You know what I mean? As a passer. Rich Gannon, Rich Gannon could sling it. Yeah, he's a bitch, though. Oh, one thing we didn't one thing we didn't bring up the fact that uh what is that Gruden he's over Chucky over there with with Derek Carr or with with, with David uh, wasn't it Derek Carr like doing something in OTAs? What? What do you mean? What was he doing? I don't know. It was, I mean, I mean, it was somewhere, it was somewhere in in uh, Lee's uh, madness. Let's see. I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, so about like that I that I saw. 
Um, so right after we hear Trey Lance is taking all the uh, all the first team reps and OTAs, you know, just this big pendulum mm-hmm. swinging back and forth. Now John Lynch says they are incredibly encouraged by the throwing session of Brock Purdy. <laughs> they're like breaking through, like, break through an ice cube, bro. <laughs> they're across the room, bro. <laughs> you gotta start small, you know what I mean? <laughs> a little bitty ice cube. <laughs> he he just threw air. He, just threw, he did an air throw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one piece of Let news. Let's take air snaps. One piece of news that I forgot that I wanted to bring up that I saw on Twitter. It was uh, an interview with Winfield um, after one of their uh, after one of the sessions, and apparently he's moving to free safety this year and uh, one of the reporters asked him what do they think is going to change in his game and he says you're going to see him in the middle of the field yeah and not so i mean any kind of like quarterback or getting in the box to tackle rbs like that's not happening anymore enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at bet mgm Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Damn. But he's it could play, he's play uh, center field. Yeah, so it's got to... If he's... Justin, um, what the fuck? Uh, Justin uh, uh, Simmons, Justin Simmons, like you know, just getting. I mean, like, yeah, Je- Jesse Bates, you know, like what those guys are doing in uh, in their in their seasons where they're just playing center field. They never rush the quarterback like ever. They're just always behind, you know, behind everybody. They can still rack up, you know, close to a hundred solo tackles. Yeah, I just don't. We just don't prefer them. You know what I mean? But but we but we're, we're not mad at them. Okay, next question, Mike, my man, Mike, Mixmaster Mike Edwards. Uh huh. Mixmaster Mike Edwards, scissor hands. He, he so he's he's no longer with the Chiefs. I mean, he's no longer with the Bucks. He's with the Chiefs now. Who's the next guy that comes up? Yeah, I think they got uh, Ryan Neal. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's right. They got right here for the Seahawks. That's that's a good pickup. Yeah, let me uh, let me double check that. that right. he's, he's a little older. He's like 28, but he's, he, you know, he's, he was balling last year. And I think that's why. I think because Neil is a more prototypical strong safety, and maybe it's just easier for Winfield. Maybe he's one of those guys who's played multiple positions. Yeah. In the transition. And, and right, but I mean, Ryan Neal was playing, he was playing that Jamal Adams role for C- the Seahawks last year. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's the strong. So, that is, so it makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Like, can Jamal Neal. Adams ever fucking come back and like get on the field? Like, come on. I don't know. I mean, is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> Did he die? I'm like, if he died, we all missed it. Yeah. But I uh, yeah. That was some news that I saw uh, yesterday. And we ain't seen Jamal uh, Jamal Adams like he owes somebody money. Huh? He's like, hey, y'all seen him, man? 
Cruz and start missing some kicks. Everybody, everybody, everybody's looking for him, bro. Yeah, that was something that I saw on Twitter uh, yesterday, and uh, interesting. I mean, maybe that makes me downgrade him like a little bit, but I'm still not afraid to draft him. And if I can get him drafted, if I can draft him lower, I mean, what's crazy is like, was it two years ago? He's like being drafted like fucking top three, top four at the position. And then now we're actually kind of getting him out of value because of a down season. Talking about about our man, Winnie. Winnie, uh, Antoine Winnie, Winnie the Pooh field. Yeah. Okay. Because like, like, uh, what, what did he? How many games did he miss last year? He missed a chunk. That's why. We, that's why Mike Edwards became a guy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Mike Edwards was like that box. He was getting like he was getting greasy with the tackles. He was getting like ten solo tackles and shit like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Fourteen. He only played. He only played thirteen games last year. So he he missed that, but he missed early on. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy because like it's not like his stats really. I mean that. I mean, obviously they declined in his second and uh, third year because he wasn't. He didn't play. He only played thirteen games in each of those. But yeah, yeah I think maybe it, was more that, maybe it was more that we liked the potential of what he could be um, coming on in his first year and almost having a hundred combined tackles, two forced fumbles, had the INT. I mean, he's had at least one INT in each year, but. He's got to step it up, though. I mean, I feel like maybe we were overdrafting him just based on like the uh, the youth potential. Well, his twenty twenty one finish was phenomenal. So going into twenty twenty two, that he would you know he was going to be drafted as such. I mean, think about that. Going into twenty twenty two, Jamar Adams was still like a top five guy in those startups. You know what I mean? I'm, gonna, the- I'm gonna look and see how how good his finish actually was. It wasn't like like you talking about like playoffs like finishes or like no, I'm talking about like overall. I think he had didn't he have like seventy solos? He didn't have no, no, he's no. never had that. No, he's never. Yeah, I'm usually not wrong about that shit. Yes, that, that's what's kind of crazy is like, uh, yeah, I think it was just a yeah, it was it was a lot of tackles down the stretch. I think is what it was, and maybe that's what it is. I'm looking for 2021, and his last one, two, three, four, like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like like all of his last like five games, he put up fifteen points or more. But he had like three of those were like twenty plus point games. Maybe that was just so polarizing. Is that that's what people are remembering? I, I mean, like remembered him for. It was always like, like okay, I didn't start playing IDP till twenty eighteen, and I remember getting the other cat all the time. If I couldn't get Winfield, I'd get Jordan Whitehead, right? And like. Because they just always both of them would just produced all the time, and then like when Jordan Winfield White came in, twenty nineteen, that's when Winfield came in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm that's what, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah, he was a new kid on the block. He came in the same time with with Devin White. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like I remember, um, you know, it's funny because Steamboat has a similar story to you. <coughs> he drafted the wrong Devin that year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's the steel. Here's one thing about Steamboat too: the steel. He's a diehard nighter like me, but like because of fantasy over the years, and he always played in, in Superflex IDP, so he loves the Steelers. Like that's like his. I, like, I always like Steelers linebackers. Like I was, yeah. I remember. That, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean that's just that's what they do. They pump them out. I remember there's one game specifically where it was a Monday Night Miracle. 
where I'm losing and I'm going up against Big Ben Roethlisberger and I have James Harrison. And I'm like, man, I'm not fucking winning this. Like, Big Ben's already – because same time – You were down. You were down hella too, right? Yeah, I was down like 15 or 20 points. I was like, ah, man, like there's no way like James Harrison's about to – He ain't even watched that shit. Nope. And uh, Big Ben, I was like, he puts up like a couple points and I was like one of the worst games of the season. And James Harrison had like five or six sacks and like might have been the best game of his career. And then, and then he had like a six, uh, didn't he have like a strip sack fumble to the house? Because I remember watching the James Harrison football life documentary and he talks about that night. <laughs> you know what I mean? He talks about that night. Yeah. <laughs> It's just wild. It was because I, I think he even made a special teams play too, type of shit. I mean, he was just on fire that night. Yeah, his story's crazy too. Came from fucking. I mean, he was what bounced around, right? Yeah. Hell of a different team. Here it is: uh, ten tackles, six QB hits, three and a half sacks, uh, three forced fumbles, an interception, <laughs> a pass deflection, and a fumble recovery. See, I like your version better. Yeah, like six, seven, eight, <laughs> you motherfucker, like eight sacks, bro. You broke the record. <laughs> <laughs> That's an insane fucking game. That's an insane game, no matter how you slice it. It's so funny because last year, fucking Ray Sean Jenkins, bro. I have him like three out of the seven leagues I was in at the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I, on the, and I didn't play him. I put him on in League Seven. I switched him out for a fucking Ryan Neal because it was Ryan Neal and and Hufanga and and um and Rayshon. Those were my guys, and I was not. And Hufanga and Neal were playing on Thursday, and I was like, I don't like that being too heavy on a Thursday. Put a Rayshon, and then I'm at the barbershop. Remember, we were doing a show. I leave. To go to the barbershop, me and my son get cut up, and I come back and I'm I'm like, I remember talking shit like, I'm all right with it. He put up a dub, right? Like both of them put up dub. I was like, that's cool. But yeah, damn, Ray Sean put up a 50 plus burger. What the fuck? I had him in so many leagues too. Like that's what sucks. Cause and I lost to Jay Mactown, one of my sworn enemies. He was one of those guys that where I was beating the drum for in the waiver wires because for so long he's just still available. Man, I didn't have him in any of those. That that could have made me win so many more first round like matchups. Like it's tough. I remember I got cut. That was a Thursday night. Uh, real quick, what up, you mania? He said, "Cheers, Hus, puffing on some orange." Uh, Chameleon, there we go with my sister listening to y'all. She likes the show. Appreciate hey, you know, it. It's crazy, bro. How do you sweet? <laughs> And she just blends in. He's like, oh, what's he just sees a little bit of the orange. It's like the little orange spots, like you can kind of see. That motherfucker just blended into the. He's just, oh, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be that motherfucker two days later. What are you looking for, Brad? Speed, bro. Uh, how about uh, how about the Commandos? I wonder what they're gonna change their name to. Very curious. But uh, apparently what they did, they mic'd up Sam Howell so they could see what he uh, what he sounds like in the huddle. And uh, they said oh, he, he sounded like a wolf, didn't he? <laughs> Sam Howell! <laughs> <laughs> they said that he, Washington Wolves, bro. They said oh. he has proven that he has a better command of the huddle this year. So Oh, oh, so you would say, some, some would say, He's a commander, bro. <laughs> what? You see, I said 
exactly what they did there. They said, like, <laughs> the command of the Bruh, hey, they don't, even, they, they don't even say starting QB over there. They say starting commander. <laughs> starting commander how? <laughs> Sir. Yeah, there we go. Crispy says puffing on a pre-roll right now. I like it. Nice. You know, God bless that person that stuffed that joint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Let's see. Last piece of news that we got. We always save the trash for last. Uh, Cal Trask has dropped another five to ten pounds during the offseason. He's focused on increasing his mobility because he wants to be able to do more rollouts and bootlegs. Hey, look at look at League 23, right? Because I was dying. I was like, oh, so now it makes sense. Because somebody drafted Kyle Trask like fucking a couple rounds ago, man. Like oh. like Oh, actually, that's the one that we're not that far in, huh? No, it was like in the teens. Where is it? Somebody oh, drafted yeah. four, round fourteen. Damn, it was at the end. It was at the end. Damn, that's Brian. <laughs> what do they know that we don't? <laughs> Brian, Who's that uh, zip? no, no, no. That Brian. Uh, oh, the Brian. One, yeah, the eleven with us. He was. A, he lost the championship. Mm. Yeah, he had a crazy draft strategy. He goes two QBs, four wide receivers, five running backs. <laughs> and that was like his first 11 rounds. It just like went QB, QB, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, and then all running backs. I'm not mad at it. He was yeah. pulling up motherfuckers hell high, though, right? Was he the Gabe Davis guy, like in like the 12th round or some shit? Uh, no, but it was uh, – who did we talk about him pulling up? He pulled oh, up. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, and they're right next to each other. Yeah. yeah, and but no, that wasn't her who pulled up Gabe Davis though. Oh fuck, it was her who pulled up Sky Moore in the seventh round. Oh, that's what it was. Damn, oh, oh, man, fuck about that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, damn, bro. you gotta give me a chance to get him like in the teens. <laughs> but but yeah, Sky Moore snatch him up. But yeah, let's see. He has. Uh... He got Acres at the eight eleven, Javante at the seven two. I, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't reaching that much for players. No, nah, I mean he's doing. I, I think mean, it was, it new, was new, the new, Kyle. New. It was the Kyle Trask. Yeah, that's really what it was. I was like, okay. At least new new remembered <laughs> remembered some players that I said for the linebackers because um, she drafted with us, I think, in the seventeen, and uh, yeah, in the eleventh and twelfth, she took uh, Franklin and Brooks. Nice, very nice. Yeah. But her team yeah, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think if anyone gets uh, Brooks outside of the, the first 10 rounds, it's value, right? Yeah, because you know, next year, I'm, I mean, no. unless he has some crazy ass, like real shit year, gets hurt again, like I don't see him not that returning matters. to like the top five, like guys. Okay, ugly, you ready, ugly question. You ready for this? The wrong Devin. Now he's over there. Yeah. I'll be right. Yeah, the, the two the, whoever's the two inside linebackers, they fucking eat. Yeah, I mean, shit, there was three of them eating last year. I mean, come on, I'm just, I'm just saying, and, and it's because, right? Like they have their line just sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. Everybody's <laughs> coming. Like everyone just keeps running on them, so everyone's getting <laughs> tackled. And they were a bad. T- I mean, this, I mean, the last three years, you had two guys getting. Maybe not last year. I know Jordan Brooks did go 100 solos, though, last year, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Right? And so he's won 100 solos for the last three years. And then when Wagner was there, he was going 100-plus as well. Yeah. And Cody Barton, what did Cody Barton do last year? 
He get uh, close? Yeah, like 80. Let's see. He had 84 solos, 136 combined. Hey, I love you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my guy, the code man. Yeah, see, look at this fucking Jordan Brooks fucking with with uh, one less game than the year before. 103 solos, 58 assisted. The year before, he had 109 solos. He would have fucking, yeah, he would have passed it. He would have been, had he played that last game, he would have been, been the one. He would have been the one, the, the, the LB1 uh, in the drafts. Well, he would have finished as the number one as well. Oh, okay. He would have finished higher than Ola. He's getting fucking like like 10 to 20 combined tackles like every single game. And then Damn, was, man. Remember when I, you know, my, my sleeper be doing that thing? I open it and go, it just picks like, or like, say I click on my cue, like open it, and it just, it'd be tripping on me. Yeah. And it was round 16 and it just, Doop, and it takes off the top of my cue. I'm like, what the fuck? But it was Jordan Brooks. And I'm like, ah, maybe it's the universe. <laughs> and yeah. I text you and then you're like, well, I could remove it. If you want, bro. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, do it. And then I'm like regretting it. And then I start hoping, okay, he'll fall back to me. <laughs> and he go, he gets picked the next round right before me. <laughs> and he would have been like my sixth linebacker on my squad. This is nasty. What is wrong with me? And see, and I think where Devin Bush is going to come into play is uh, however many games Jordan Brooks misses, like those will be the games where he's going to get. Because it would be Wagner, yeah. But that's yeah, I'm expecting. Hold on, but that's what I'm saying. Though. I'm expecting to, to be no Jordan Bricks, bro. Like, yeah. and like when he does come back, they better be in contention, or he probably don't. And like they already said, they're not picking up his fifth year. So like this could also give them as an as an organization an opportunity to shaft him for the low. Hey man, you know we're hey we're around a playoff contention. It's midseason. You know you're ready to come back off the pup. Hey, we're gonna shut you down. You know what I mean? There's no shafting him. Like fuck. In two of his three seasons, he's got over a hundred solo tackles. Like man. But but why but why but see, but that's the thing though. So is this just par for the course because of the ACL? Like all that don't matter because they didn't pick up his fifth year. You know, he was a former first rounder. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if they let him walk, he's good. He's I would test the market if I was him, like, because uh, because then he will be one year removed. That would like, see, but okay, that like like I said, th- this is how the organization would shaft him is like if they better be in playoff contention by the time if he comes off the pup or or or, or even like right because you know pup you come out what, what's the pup six nine weeks something like that six to eight uh, weeks yeah, I think it's six. Oh. Now. Right, and then but then but you but you still have to be pulled off the pup. So say you get to six weeks, that's only minimum, so that you're not ready. Like so, it can go on. They're still, can, yeah, they're still paying him though. Like I mean, he's I still. Mean, a first, first, I mean, he's a former yeah. first rounder. He got his contract, you know. Those, those, you know, what I mean, it's already worked out for him. So yeah, you're and, not because look, Devin Bush is way more fragile than fucking Jordan Brooks is. Like, that's I got. I don't no, but but I'm not. No, I'm saying. I'm not saying anything about Devin Bush like he's going to take over. I'm talking about like when I asked you about about the the, the wrong Devin is because like he, uh, you know some of that feeling like how we looked at Cody Barton last year. Yeah, where it's like because I it's going to be B Wagner and then somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not be, Jordan Brooks. It should right be now. yeah, it should be Devin Bush. Right. But I don't think he's ever played a full season, and they have like nobody else over there. Like their linebackers are pretty weak right Let's now. Let's get ugly with it. Give me. The wrong Devin. <laughs> I watched the wrong Devin start balling. 
I mean, for IDP at least. I mean, but you're right though. He does get hurt as a motherfucker. Yeah, like let me even let me. Him and Bud Dupree, they were just like on the Steelers, just hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, last year. Let's see. He played in four. I guess the last two years he played in 14 games in each season. Year before that, he got hurt. Only five, uh, five games played that year, and then he played 15 the year before. I guess it's just the mediocre stats that he's been putting up too. He's the wrong Devin. Yeah, he's never in his rookie year. Actually, that was the year that I think he might have been the better Devin. Let's see. Hold on. Was it? Don't you? I don't think so. It's crazy. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Hold on. Here it goes. So let's see. Devin White in 2019. 58 solos, 33 assisted. Devin Bush in 2019. 72 solos, 37 assisted. Uh, Devin White had two touchdowns uh Devin Bush had one touchdown fumble recoveries they each had four forced fumbles Devin White had three Devin Bush had four or no he had one fumble recovery but he had four passes defended two INTs Devin White had one INT I wonder what it was maybe he just got hurt like right at the end of the uh the year is what it was. That's what it had to have been. Cause I can't even remember. Yeah, he definitely was uh for the long haul, the wrong Devin, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be putting uh Devin White on too many of my squads. And uh Crispy said Saudi's bought the little store out here in the boonies to sell pipes and bongs, I guess Texas, uh legal cannabis. I'm now surprised the townspeople haven't started a posse yet. Oh man. That is cool though. That is cool. Even out in the boonies, got a little pipe shop and uh, with uh, pipes and bongs. I like it, crispy. Even out in the boonies, that is super cool. All right, let's see. And uh, that's pretty much the end of the news of what we got right now. Um, don't forget about the box break, guys. Going down at four twenty, West Coast time. Uh, we got a couple teams left. If you already have a team in there, make me an offer on some of these teams. Let's get the last team sold. We got the Cardinals, the Panthers, the Texans, Colts, Raiders, Rams, Patriots, Giants, and the Bucks. Oh, shit. Am I back? Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Whoa. That's different. Trippy. I know, right? I went into the – I was like in the hallway. You ever seen the Matrix where he's in that hallway? Uh huh. Where he's like between like worlds. Yep. I think I was in that hallway. <laughs> Man, this is cool. Crispy said uh, that uh, <coughs> out here in the boonies, he said the Saudis bought uh, <coughs> a little store and now they got, they're selling pipes and bongs and all kinds of stuff in there. Um, I mean, uh, I, you know, it, 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 they might be 10 years behind. But like it's in motion, right? Like it's it, didn't they decriminalize it in like Austin and, and a couple other cities? I think Austin. I don't know. That might be the only place. Because funny when Chris when you said that uh, Chris be checking the mail for Cali and he was like, "Oh, Cali, we have Cali out here, Austin." <laughs> yeah, I mean lightweight. You know what I mean? But yeah. but like I mean, look at the power of Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. 
I mean, when he moved there, they wouldn't decriminalize. This motherfucker, when he when he first moved there, I didn't like the show. I was like, man, they're 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 cleaning up the show because it'd be like you'd see Joe go like this, and then they cut away to the other guy. Yeah, and then they cut back to Joe, and the smoke would be in the air. Yeah, or, or you, they cut back to Joe, and he's passing it, but you know, you know, you would never see it. It was like, yeah. oh, they're editing. Like now, they're like. Can't get in trouble, right? Can't get in trouble out of Texas. Right. They'll bust this door down so fast, huh? We don't like you city slickers. <laughs> Why do I feel like that's how, that's how they would talk? <laughs> and, and meanwhile, I talk to, t- uh, to Peacock every day. Yeah. You don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's what's, uh, I mean, I don't know. Hey, Dad, hey, Dad when I finally meet you, Dad, I, you better talk to me in like a real... Real thick Texas accent, real Texas twang. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna be so let down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but that but is cool. Like, yeah, and what was it, Minnesota? Right? They're uh, they're legalizing it over there for recreational. I yeah. mean, uh, well, not. I mean, I didn't like it getting legalized in Cali just because I knew things were gonna like change a bunch. But uh, you know, I liked it. It helped the streets. That's my perspective, because it made everything cheaper for the streets, and then the consumers, they were, you know, what I mean, they they quickly realized like that it's either convenience, you're choosing convenience, but uh, uh, but limitation of of variety, but you have variety. Uh, or you go to your D boy and then you get you get whatever the fuck they got. You better hope they got variety, right? Yeah. I mean, something like something like uh, 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 you allegedly, right? Like you always had flavors. Like you know what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the and it, th- this is why I like that time too, because when they when they did that, uh, when they decriminalized it, I should say, all the fucking mom and pop dispensaries popped up. You know what I mean? That's what's fun because I'm pretty sure in Vegas it's like or in Nevada it's like that right now. You're gonna have all these little underground shops. It's like an actual flower shop, but like you, you know, you know, in the back they got all the tree and shit too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, Stan, I'm not averse to like any of that. I mean, I told you about like how them, you know, they the have pop-ups. little underground pop ups and all that. Yeah. It's like any other pop up except it's weed. You know, and a lot of people, it's crazy because a lot of those people are driving in from California, which, I, I, you know, not like from driving from San Diego or whatever like that day, but doesn't matter. Still driving, you know, from Cali over to there just to be there for like a couple hours. And uh, <laughs> it's always that. It's not really, I guess, at a random location because I use like, I don't know, maybe like the same like five to seven spots and put them in rotation. But yeah, I don't know, man. Way too burnt. Way too burnt. People are being too burnt. Fucking the marshals are coming in, and they just get. They don't even want to arrest anyone. They just want to come up on all your shit. Come on, right? <laughs> I mean, it's Christmas. They they looking for the pop ups too. They're like, where the pop ups at, bro? We gotta eat. Because those pop ups, because they're not gonna stop. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, they're gonna take your shit and be like, get the fuck out of here, and they'll leave hella fast. Yeah. I just be fucking let's shoot it out with the cops. <laughs> Some of these motherfuckers are just so burnt. I mean, we're talking about those big ass totes, you know, yeah. um, big ass buckets and shit, and just, just like full of, oh, full of flour, cool. <laughs> like okay. fifteen to twenty units. You he's know, like, goddamn man, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like oh, oh, dude, this is just top the bushes right here. <laughs> Holy sheep shit! Holy sheep shit! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me slow down so they catch up. <laughs> you gotta be at least 20 pounds, man. <laughs> oh, 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 that's nothing, man. Shit grows like wild. You know what you saying? Shit grows like, grows like wild. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I grow so much, I gotta feed some of it to my hogs. <laughs> yeah, some high-ass hogs. Bro, that, that takes edibles to another level. Oh, for sure. <laughs> my truffle pig only eats the finest of flour. And when you eat that motherfucker, when you try my pork chops, <laughs> these motherfuckers are infused with natural cannabis, bro. And Chris, we said that the accent got me laid by three different girls in Cali when I went there when I was 16. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, listen, don't say a word to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get swayed by the power of Crispy's accent. <laughs> Listen, bro, you're kind of weird, man. You're weirding me out right now, Bogey. Oh shit, Bakestaw said, "Have you heard of guys ODing off fentanyl?" Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Some of the dispensaries. What? Fuck. I mean, see, see that, that was like that's like some urban myth shit that would that with that because I heard about that. I feel like that to me. This is my opinion. Cause I don't know. If, I, I never went super down a rabbit hole to see if any of those stories were like that. That were you know actually, you know, related to the the cannabis. Like you know, what I'm saying because when you get anything at a dispensary, bro, you know, what I'm saying, and I know this because this is what I do. You know, what I'm saying they got to be cleared by a lab. Yeah, you know what I mean, sure. yeah. you can't even buy it if, unless it is. You know, this is not the old days. This is not the old west like those days we were just talking about like ten minutes ago. Because you know the only know? way that I feel like it could happen is if someone was fucking with it to like fuck over the dispensary who like worked there and they're about to quit or something. Like, I mean, something crazy like yeah, that. I was gonna say, in my opinion, it might even be like some marketing shit. Like, yo, this fucking dispensary, like it's a competition, and they put some bad press out for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But here's my thing, though. Listen, the fentanyl is fucking the streets up, B. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when the COVID hit, and it, it was crazy, bro, because then you start yeah. hearing hella foods OD. And, you know, you don't necessarily die when you OD. So, it's like, you know what I mean? I have to talk to a couple people that, you know, came back like, yeah, bro, fucking shit was crazy. Yeah. You should be man. just foods just doing too much, blowing shit, because they're going, you know, people dealt with, with the quarantine shit differently. You know what I mean? Some people have you know, had families and some people were alone or some people, you know what I mean? And there was other people that feel like boredom, like, and drugs go well, hand in hand. I mean, or you're already like, okay, my man's that, that, that took his own life, uh, almost about two, the rest in peace of my man, DNR, man. But, uh, that dude, um, uh, he, uh, you know, when COVID hit, that fool was, you know, he had him and his girl had split. And so he was just going through it and he already had hella like drug problems. So now it's like you had these drug problems and then, you, you know, you got this, this whatever issue he's dealing with and nobody to tell you nothing, bro. Yeah, for sure. Right. You know what's sad, bro? I almost wanted to flash on like, see, I'm a chain of events type of motherfucker. I'm going to go, I'm going to go down the paper trail. I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. You might've shot him, but like, I'm going to go down the paper trail and be like, yo, see, remember this time when you fucking stabbed him or when you fucked his girl or you know, there's a chain of events that got set in motion there. For him yeah. to eventually come back and pop your ass. I almost wanted to flash on some of the homies that was selling them the shit, bro. Because, you know, during during quarantine, they went, the D-Boys weren't tripping up. They were booming. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, because that could have set off the chain of events for him just, like, going down these, these dark rabbit holes and hella binging and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And PBA waivers said what happened with Brady. So there could potentially be a vote that allows him to be the first owner player. No, in- no the vote's going to happen. It's just, it, it could potentially get passionate. Well, yeah, if, if, yeah. It's a new rule. And of course, Brady's like, I want this rule in place now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. I'm telling you, we're about to see silk shirt Brady, bro. Check, fucking leopard print silk shirt, unbuttoned, Uggs on. Fucking no shirt underneath, avocado in hand, just eats it like it's an apple. The skin and everything. <laughs> and it's fucking wild that they can they could just cut Jimmy without any uh, repercussions or anything right now. Bro, I swear to God, Tom Brady would would cut Jimmy, bro. Like like for real though, like with a knife. Yeah, like he would shank him. <laughs> he hates Jimmy. <laughs> and I'll say it, bro. Jimmy fucked this girl, bro. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. His girl would always say it to him. He's so handsome. Way, <laughs> way better looking than that Brian Hoyer. Oh man, bring Brian Hoyer back immediately. Hey, Jimmy was the shit, man. Because man, you know what I'm saying. Nobody had Brady hot like that, man. No, Brady don't give a fuck about it. Like Brady talks the most shit, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, to like Richard Sherman and all them, they they said I've seen them in several interviews talk about like you know hey, the, the league pampered him, they 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 put bubble wrap on him on his reputation. Yeah, you know, they're not going to show him like if he's jaw jacking at someone, they're not going to cut the camera twelve. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure, they're never going to show that shit. Yeah. He gets him up for his face. They say he's a pointer. Yeah, like, like you know who was a pointer that they used to show all the time? Come on, Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They were always so rivers talking shit, pointing at somebody's face and shit. <laughs> and he was, and you know, he was talking that 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 PG shit. Yeah, farfing Nugent, son of a gun. <laughs> he said, like, "What do you call? It? You don't know whether to get offended or laugh at the motherfucker." Like this, but... You lucky. <laughs> Jesus wasn't watching right now. Big said, "I'll take Brady over Jimmy G. At least he wasn't." Uh... Tuck rule. Tuck rule. Was it, yeah, tainted by the Niners and their injuries. Tuck rule. <laughs> hey, listen. He wanted to be a Niner. Tom Brady, his whole legacy is because his heroes were Joe Montana and Steve Young. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's get up out of here. But before we do, got to remind you, the card box break is going down at 420 West Coast time. And then what else we got tonight, Bogey? We got Playmakers. Guess who edition? Uh, uh, this shit was fun. Tap in, yeah. Seven o'clock that's what time I got it set up for. There so you we'll, go. We'll see you guys then. Peace out. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, when they know my name.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 